Hello and welcome to Knowing Me, Knowing UKSG, a podcast exploring journeys in scholarly communications. In each episode, we hear from someone inspiring from the knowledge community and ask them to tell us about their career journey and what has motivated them along the way. Welcome to this UKSG podcast. My name is Tom Morley. I'm an Open Research Officer at Lancaster University Library and today I'm joined by Josh Sendel. And I'm Deputy University Librarian at the University of Leeds. It's a pleasure to be with you. Thanks for speaking with us, Josh. Um, just to get us going, can you tell us a bit about your career journey so far? Absolutely, Tom. So I didn't start university until I was 24. So I went to Lancaster University as a mature undergraduate student. Um, during my law degree, I decided that I'd like to continue on to do a master's in law by research. And I had this great idea that I was going to manage to pay off all of my tuition fees and build up enough savings in the bank to cover my accommodation fees for the master's. So during the summer after my final exams, um, I went on to work in a number of different roles across the university as a student union retail team leader and accommodation team member. I worked for the students union on a, a reuse and recycle project. Um, I did a 140 hour consultancy project, one for a small firm of solicitors um, and one for a small business. And I also worked as a learning zone student advisor um, in a space which is essentially a bit like a learning commons with interactive um, and presentation tech. And finally, as a, a library aid, um, which involves facilities related tasks and basic inquiries as well. Um, so these were all in the mix during that summer period. I decided once I started my master's, I'd, I'd go on and keep one or two of the roles going. Um, and those two roles were with the students' union and the other was with the library. And I guess gradually I just started to realise that I was falling in love with the higher education environment, with its variety, its dynamism. I was really enjoying working with students and with researchers, um, you know, people who are about the business of advancing the knowledge, enhancing their skills and their future, and often addressing globally significant challenges. So I started to think about what a career in higher education might look like, or more specifically about what a career in libraries might look like, because that was the role that I was really enjoying. And so I landed my first permanent role in the library as an information assistant um, and that was in December 2015 uh, and at the same time I decided I was gonna um, start a postgraduate certificate in leadership and management so I started that just as I was finishing off writing up um, my dissertation for my master's. So that was a role I really enjoyed as an information assistant. It was a frontline um, customer services role, essentially. What was a bit of a challenge for me was navigating the next steps in my career. Um, there wasn't a clear pathway for me to progress from that role 
into more senior roles within the library. Uh, I started to daydream and to think, you know, if only there was a grad scheme for the world of HE, because it was much more straightforward for me to navigate a career pathway that led to legal practice. I knew exactly what I'd have to do, but it was much more of a challenge to navigate a career pathway within a university that would lead to an equivalent graduate entry level role. Anyhow, all this daydreaming seemed to work and fortunately, suddenly, seemed to manifest appear in front of me a grad scheme within higher education um which no longer running anymore but it was called ambitious futures and that's a grad scheme i know you'll be familiar with tom um and that was excellent that was a great opportunity to undertake a program with lots of development opportunity but also the chance to interact with and gain experience of different areas within a university. So I was actually based within research and enterprise services at Lancaster University, looking at financial uh, grant administration. And that was really interesting. And that gave me enough experience to translate to um, an application that had the opportunity to write for a research data manager role um, back in the library, uh, which I applied for. And I'm really pleased to say I was successful in applying for. So with a meandering sort of hop, skip and a jump, I had managed to secure a professional graded role back within the library, um, but it certainly wasn't a, a straightforward path. From there, I went on to um, progressed as a, a research and scholarly communications manager, which is now head of open research at Lancaster. And that was just before moving on to the University of Nottingham as uh, associate director for research. And that was the last role that I had before my current appointment. So I guess there it ends, a uh, whistle stop tour of my career journey today. And um, so can you tell us a bit more about your current role and what you get up to in an average week? Sure, it's it's really varied. Um, no one week looks the same as the next, but I guess generally it's a mix of senior stakeholder meetings and some of these will be on project work or on work stream based activities. Some though are, are simply what I call exploratory meetings where you're interacting with other key stakeholders and identifying those areas where the teams that you lead can add value. So for example, in the week past, um, I had a few exploratory meetings in relation to EDI, um, equity, diversity and inclusion, and in relation to student access and participation. And I guess some, of the, the many meetings within a week are really just about investing in and developing relationships um, because you never know where those relationships may lead or where they'll enable you just to connect people or to promote the, the role of the teams that you lead. There are also internal meetings for example in the week past um, we had a couple of meetings in relation to our, our cultural shift uh, which sits beneath the forward plan, which is essentially how we'll bring about our vision for 2030. So that's our, our library strategic vision. And then 
there are also a range of different external meetings and knowledge exchange events. These could be with organisations like Research Libraries UK um, or UKSG or Academic Libraries North. Um, and then there's the time that you need to carve out within a week to essentially read and write, whether whether they are emails or reports or, you know, it's catching up on policy and current affairs or undertaking horizon scanning. So, as I say, it's a lot of variety and no two weeks look the same. But for the most part, it's a mix of building connections with people across and beyond the organisation um, and also ensuring that you've just got the time to catch up on your administrative duties and to, to read and write. Sounds like it's quite a broad scope to your role. And um, what excites you the most about the work that you do? Well, that's a great question, Tom. Um, I guess it is essentially what you know what I would describe as the essence of working within a library, and that's really about developing and promoting our role in terms of accessible spaces, whether they're digital or physical, in terms of promoting open knowledge and of course our, our people um, all these free then sort of space knowledge and people are key to things that are really important to me um, I think the things that make us uniquely human discovery creativity innovation and also expression um, so there are just many different touch points in a week where I'm fundamentally excited about what we do in libraries, which can be truly transformational for, for our people, but also for our communities and for society at large. How, how have you found the transition to a more senior role? Has, has there been any challenges that you've um, been surprised by? I've, I've been I've been really fortunate throughout my career to have a few really good mentors um, and they've helped me to prepare for more senior roles. And in part, I guess that's been by sharing their experiences with me. And in a sense, I've, I've benefited from their hindsight. That is to say areas where they wish that they had approached something differently or you know might say if I had my time again I would do x y or z um, so that's really helpful because you know for the most part you've got a sense of what to expect in more senior roles and, and I think the reality has been pretty close I guess for me as I've progressed the most challenging but equally I think it's fair to say rewarding part of more senior roles has really been around managing and leading people uh, people are wonderful but people are also complex and the truth is that life happens and supporting people through life's twists and turns you know that can be really tricky but our people are everything so for me I guess one key challenge I've experienced as as I've progressed through more senior roles was simply around line management. Um, and I guess if I can sort of adopt the position of those mentors who've been really influential for me, I've benefited from recognising that, you know, I just can't possibly have all of the answers yeah. because you just can't predict everything that might come up. 
Um, it helps to be familiar with your organization's policy and processes, but you, you won't always have that information on hand. And what's been key is having faith in yourself and your own ability to react appropriately as and when certain things come up, but also in knowing you know, where to turn for support um, or where to turn to support your people. And you, you just touched on it slightly then in, in your previous answer, but, but what qualities do you think have been the most important in your career journey so far? I guess, yeah, I mean, my career journey, you know, initially, um, there was a lot of pace and a lot of change um, and a lot of trying different roles in some circumstances, applying for those roles that were available and, and giving them a go. But if I were to sort of talk generally about the qualities that have characterized that experience that I think have enabled me to succeed. Yeah. Determination and perseverance can't underestimate um, just how tricky a career can be. And, yeah. and in that same sense, I guess, to how important it is to be flexible and creative to develop just alternative approaches. Um, resilience to some extent to some extent as well you know I think that's been important but by resilience you know I simply mean bouncing back from what may seem like an initial stumble and block or initial failure um really interesting word failure I mean the reality is that sometimes in life we succeed and sometimes we don't you never know who else is in the mix when you're applying for a role but every experience whether the outcome is the one that you wanted or the one that you really didn't want is a learning experience um so that determination and perseverance you know that's really important um but also just that recognition that resilience is just about sometimes thinking you know this has been a real challenge but I'm, I'm going to give it another go um, and that may involve doing something a little bit differently so therein lies the flexibility and creativity I guess just one other sort of area I'd highlight is just around curiosity and inquisitiveness. Yeah. Um, and I mean, curiosity about people and their interests and their priorities, but also curiosity about ideas, about how an organisation that you work for or you're thinking about joining operates, about the bigger picture, whether it's institutionally or, you know, the sector as a whole. Um, and I guess overall, um, I think I'd describe myself as uh, an, an optimistic realist. <laughs> I'm really positive in terms of outlook and I like to assume a positive intent in people. Um, but I'm a realist as well. And, and in that sense, a, a pragmatist. So I hope for the best, but recognise that if it doesn't work out that way, um, that I have within myself the essence of what is needed to, to, to persevere, or I know those people who can support me to, yeah. to persevere and push forwards. It's quite clear that, that your career journey hasn't been a straight line um, and you've, you've moved from different areas. Um, how, how have you navigated that? Is it um, a case of planned happenstance? 
It is absolutely yes, yeah. Um, planned happenstance. I think you've touched on a wonderful conversation. I think we had a while ago, um, and it is in and of itself a career development theory, planned happenstance, whereby you're pers- purposefully developing and growing. You know, you're thinking about those areas where you want to develop your skill set or your competencies, um, but you're fundamentally flexible and open to new opportunities. And as I've described, I guess, curious as well. Um, as a career development theory, I think it's it's complemented beautifully by something that's called the Jahari window. And earlier on in my career, um, I guess, Tom, I'd have been less inclined to, as Brené Brown, uh, a theorist and and leader who I absolutely love, she would say, I I would have been less inclined to rumble with vulnerability. That is to say, less inclined to share with people things that I'm struggling with or or those areas where I might be encountering a challenge. Um, And because of that, I would have been less likely to benefit from other people's insights and observations or suggestions and recommendations. So when I discovered the Jahari window, initially I thought, oh, you know, no, I don't know about that. I'm a bit I'm a bit of a stubborn character. I was more inclined to be stubborn in the past. I'll work it out myself. But I applied that mindset of curiosity and thought, well, I'll just try this out a little bit more and actually opening up to others, crucially to trusted others, whether it's a a colleague who you just know is invested in you as an individual and, and your success. So that might be a mentor, it might be a coach, or it might be somebody in work with whom you have a really good informal relationship, opening up to these people and just sharing some of the challenges that you're facing can enable that person to develop solutions with you and for you. And occasionally to share things about you that you didn't necessarily know or appreciate so that may be a reflection from them that you have a particular skill or skill set that you didn't recognize was so strong in yourself um so planned happenstance as an approach has been absolutely key to me because i mean ultimately tom it it recognizes that a career isn't a straight and undeviating path from a to b it isn't being in junior school and having a conversation with a careers advisor who can identify that in 10 years time you are best suited to work as an airline pilot, for example. Life just doesn't happen that way. Planned happenstance recognises that we have to work with life's twists and turns, that so much of our careers are actually subject to the randomness of human interactions and those opportunities that may or may not come up. But it doesn't say I'm surrendering to the chaos. Planned happenstance says, I recognise that things are complex, that there are a lot of variables, but within the limits of what I can influence, my own personal development, my own curiosity and my own interactions with other people, there are things that I can do to keep moving forwards. So I'm really glad you mentioned Planned Happenstance because it's, it's something that resonates for me. It's something that I love and has made a real difference for me and I hope it could for others. 
so thinking back to the to the start of your career what what things do you wish that you had known and what advice would you pass on to people who were in the early stages of their career i think it's really key to reflect on who you are and what your values are what really yeah. matters to you um i think this is key to authenticity to being able to communicate potentially why a particular role appeals to you um, and that can apply both for applications or at interview but taking the time to critically reflect on who you are where you're coming from and where you want to go that's key for me i'd say don't be afraid to ask for support from others um, whether it's help with CVs or applications or mock interviews, ask for support and when it's offered, consider accepting it. And it may come from family or friends, may come from an alumni career service or through HR, people and organisational effectiveness. But wherever it is, you're able to identify that support, make the most of it and know that as your career progresses, there'll come a time where you're able to pay that kindness forwards. Yeah. I'd say stick with people who champion you, uh, stick with those people around you who support you. Um, and again, you know, know that you'll pay that kindness forwards in the future. And I, I guess the key thing for me, and this is something that could easily be overlooked or underestimated or may not necessarily jump out at people as something that's important in terms of your career and professional development but be kind and be compassionate you know there's so much hurt so much suffering so much that goes on in the world that we look at with a, a sorrowful eye but actually through our interactions with others, be they our students, be they our researchers, be they other members of staff, just taking the time to ask how somebody's doing, to share a smile, to share a laugh, to share the load could make the difference for somebody. Um, so be more kind. That would be my one key piece of advice. UKSG exists to connect the sector and encourage the exchange of ideas. It brings together the information community of librarians, publishers, intermediaries and technology vendors. If you know someone whose career journey would make for an interesting episode, please get in touch with UKSG via Twitter. Please like and share our podcast to help us support those in our community who are just starting their journey. And subscribe to the channel to keep up with future episodes.